Quinn, just given the uh, sheer number of new faces that are with the team this year, what are some of the biggest challenges in terms of building chemistry from the outset? I think, you know, from a coaching standpoint, the, the first thing is to to get to know each player. You, you, you have preconceptions based on, you know, playing against guys. Um, and oftentimes you have a good feel, but there's always layers to that as you as you want to get to know a player. And, you know, both personally and, you know, on the court. I, I think from that, you know, the, the interaction that, that players have together in combination, whether it be two guys or three guys, um, you know, kind of finding out ways that they can help each other. And then, you know, it just kind of builds from there as far as, um, you know, combinations and lineups. Those are things that I think it's not a, uh, you know, you're not taking a test at the start of the season. It's just an ongoing process. So, you know, we haven't seen everybody together yet. So it's in some respects, a lot of that's going to be new for us as a staff. And I think for the guys themselves, you know, to the extent that they're getting to know each other and we can try to put them in positions to accelerate that um, and to maximize it and also to be very adaptable when it comes to that. Because I think, um, again, I think you, you find out things as the season goes along. Ben Anderson back here in the sport. Mm-hmm. Quinn, along those lines, uh, with previous free agents you brought in or in trades and these new guys, how much do you not know about their game until you actually get them in-house? You know, it's, it's in line a little bit with what um, I was saying before, but I, I think you have to be careful not to make assumptions. You know, there's a baseline. Um, and I think play, players, you know, it's like just all of us as people, you know. I'm a different coach today than I was two, three years ago. I happen to be in the same place. Um, but I think players change and mature over time. And then oftentimes when you do go um, to another place or you play with even the guys that are on our team now, you know, maybe different playing with different guys. So um, it, it's hard not to make those assumptions, you know. Um, you can certainly look even statistically, like Ed's a pretty good rebounder. You know, you know that. Um, and, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to box people in. Because I think for players, too, um, you know, Mike hasn't played um, with, a, with a center that rolls like Rudy. I mean, so th- there's, there's things that you need to see with guys in combination. And I think, um, you know, usually you know it's more addition than reduction as far as finding out more about guys. And then sometimes players, you know, they have – you know, they have ideas about how they want to improve and, and things they want, even even veteran players. I mean, that, that's something for us that um, we've really tried to be conscious of is, is there's no, you know, you certainly there's a point where you're maybe there's not as dramatic a change in your game, but there's nothing that says certain guys, even, you know, as they get older, can't add things to their game. And um, that's something, you know, we want to maximize the group. And, you know, guys that, that are here that we can try to help them get better. And they, sometimes they show us that, too. How much do you see the style of play, both offensively and defensively, changing with the new additions? I, you know, I, I think that the, the key thing on that point, because it's something I've had, you know, you think about it. I think as a coach, you know, every team, you know, is, is different. Um, even sometimes when certain combinations are the same. Uh, just like you, you're certain things you can do against certain opponents. But more specifically, 
um, our identity doesn't change. You know, we still are a team that baseline wants to be, you know, an elite defensive team, and that that's what we want to work towards. Now, personnel may dictate that you play differently, particularly in certain situations. Um, you know, because that's playing to your personnel. We're we're more. It's more. Uh, common to think about playing to your personnel from an offensive standpoint. Um, and we'll, we'll try to do that too. I mean, my, my job is to try to, you know, kind of in line with what we were talking about as far as finding out about players, finding out about combinations, and then adjusting uh, to try to w whatever you're doing from a system standpoint to maximize that. But the same thing as I would say on defense and competing and valuing defense. Um, we're still going to emphasize transition defense. It doesn't matter who's on the floor. We got to get back. Um, that's the first line of defense. And then, offensively, you know, we're a team that's that's been unselfish. And I think you could um, that that can apply to to a lot of different things conceptually on offense. You know, whether it's somebody taking a good shot, sometimes somebody getting an offensive rebound and kicking it out. Um, you know, a high pass to the rim. The, the, all those things manifest themselves, but they may they may look a little differently with different personnel. But I think from a identity standpoint, you know, we like who we are, and um, our, I think our players, you know, even even though some of the guys that haven't played in competition yet, you know, just from you know the way they played at other places and in contact as we're getting to know them, uh, you know, you, there's some it's something that they will embrace. I'm confident of that. Looking at uh, Mike Conley coming in and, and being backcourt partner with Donovan Mitchell, what, how have you seen those two mesh together in the offseason? And what kind of dynamic are you expecting offensively and defensively from that pairing? Well, they, you know, the the meshing part hasn't happened yet on the floor. Um, Mike, Mike Conley's an elite point guard. You know, I, I think just watching him play. Um, being around him, you know, seeing how he interacts, I think. And when I say elite, um, that that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. Um, I, I think certainly on the court, some of the things he does, the feel that he has for a game um, and for players around him is really unique. Um, he impacts the game. He's an excellent shooter. Um, I think he's excited to, to play pick and roll. Um, you know, I'm excited to see him connect with other guys on our team. And lead, and I think in Donovan's case, um, you have a guy that in Mike that's unselfish, but also a, a guy that can play without the ball. I mean, I think because Mike is is such a a polished point guard in terms of his efficiency, um, his playmaking, you know, his instincts. You like he's come off wide pin downs and screening action. He's able to spot up. Um, you know, and I think as far as there being opportunities for him that will be created by playing with Donovan, um, in addition to opportunities for Donovan playing with Mike, and, and really you could you could you could say that about Boyan, um, you know, in Donovan or Mike or Joe, like those combinations, and I, I think that's effective when those guys embrace each other, and that's why we talked about the unselfishness, you know, that you know our ability, you know, for guys to play together, and you know having multiple threats is something that. Um, you know, can, can can really be to our advantage if we play to it. And, and I think that, you know, I think these guys want to play that way. So 
given the number of guys who have had kind of number one experience, so to mm-hmm. speak, on this team? Do you, do you look at staggering those lineups? Do you, I mean, do you look at that as an opportunity to, uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, right. It, it's a good question. It, 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 well, first of all, we've got guys that have, I, I don't know how you qualify number one threat. Um, you could talk about it in terms of usage. Um, you know, Mike played with Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol, and if anything, there were times when he deferred. Um, Boyan last year we saw playing with Oladipo, you know, his role, th- those guys have, have ha- they know what it takes to fit in. Um, when I say fit in, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, defer. It means how can I be most effective? And, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, let's say in Boyan's case, he, he knows who's on our team when he decides to, to come here. You know, he knows Mike's here and Donovan's here and Rudy and Joe and all the guys that have been, you know, at various times, you know, at least the guard's primary ball handler. So um, I think that speaks to the unselfishness that these guys have. And I think, like, I don't want anybody to defer to anybody else. You know, I, I want us to play in concert and and share the ball and and find out the best opportunity and I think the fact that you have players that like are capable of doing that you know if they're unselfish and play to each other and figure out how they can help each other that you know that's something that not only is a positive for our team but for those guys individually so it's a fun way to play I mean you know Donovan going in the lane and having you know the ability to throw the ball over the top to Mike in the corner um, in addition to throwing Rudy a lob um, that that's a good thing. Boy on spaced and and driving the ball and you know pulling up and making a mid range shot. Those are so I think it's up to those guys to figure out how to complement each other. And I do think that's that's not like a finite thing. Okay, this is what we do. I think game to game, um, you know, and their willingness to kind of take what is given, um, I think is a, is a key thing. And for us to recognize what those things are. When you mentioned your Where's evolution. your headband? You don't no. have your headband. No, I'm not either. sweating yet. Yeah, well, okay. maybe after your answer. But um, he wore a headband the other day, and yeah, I embarrassed. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you mentioned your evolution as a coach over the, over the last you know five years you've been here. Has that impacted the way you, um, I guess, developed your assistant coaches and, and kind of defined roles within your staff? You know, I, I had the a unique opportunity. Um, I was I moved five times in five years from you know Austin to Philadelphia to Los Angeles to Russia to Atlanta and here. And one of the things to me that was always, you know, um, I kind of put as a premium, particularly as a as a as a new head coach was there, was just the you know, how important the cohesion of the staff was. And we've had, you know, a couple years ago, Igor going to Phoenix this year, uh, Tony Lang getting a great opportunity in Cleveland. The the, the staff is always evolving. And, you know, whether it's your video room, you know, um, or your, you know, coaching staff proper, I think the key thing that we've tried to do is develop, you know, people's, to play to people's strengths and help develop you know things that they want to improve at, and we're we haven't we've had a standard kind of three guys on the bench. Last year um, it was Igor and Johnny and Alex. We'll rotate um, Lamar Skeeter and Vince Lagarza and Zach Guthrie through those spots based on a number of factors, scouting things like that. So we've, in some ways, we've 
you know, and the reason for that is because I think all those guys are really talented coaches. And the key for all of us as a staff, just it's no different than talking about Boyan and Mike and Donovan and Rudy, you know, Alex and Johnny, um, you know, their their leadership roles as they've grown as coaches. Um, and then the guys I just mentioned, their opportunities um, that, that, that are provided as people go. We... I've wanted to promote from within, and that's what we've done. We brought Brian Bailey in from the Stars um, to be on our staff. He's going to be working um, along with Jeff Watkinson. Jeff's um, Jeff's passion and one of his great strengths is player development. Um, he's got a, a unique background in that sense. So, you know, trying to give guys focal areas, and while at the same time. Um, blending a staff together. Uh, to me, it's, it's been a big focus for me this offseason, to be honest with you. And I, I, I think we've had that every year, every year with our team. I'm really, um, you know, obviously it's something that's important to me because I'm, I'm talking about it a lot right now. Um, but I, I think to the extent that we want our team to, to play a certain way, we want our staff to function a certain way. And, you know, those synergies between guys and guys having roles um, I think is important for our group, uh, for our staff, that is, and also for guys individually. So I'm, I'm really excited about our group. I think we have a very, very talented staff, um, both from an individual development standpoint, from you know, a tactical standpoint, um, and from a relationship standpoint. Um, it's a big thing, especially when you have new players. So.